And so, Lizzie finished her story. That's how it was. Oh, I wonder how this will all turn out, Mandy sighed. Lizzie loved Monday evenings, when she could tell stories about her weekend, interesting bit by interesting bit, to her younger sister Mandy, who always listened with wide-eyed admiration. With dinner over and the dishes done, the sisters worked outside with Mom, planting flowers in the new rock garden that Dat had built beside the house. Lizzie mixed peat moss into the topsoil, while Mandy set up the rubber garden hose from the water hydrant by the barn. Spring had arrived, filling the days with warm, mellow sunshine. Buds burst forth from the maple tree in the front yard, and even the old walnut tree beside the sidewalk shone with a light green mist which, if Lizzie looked closely, was actually thousands of tiny green buds erupting from the dark branches. The swollen creek churned on its relentless way to the river, already muddy brown from all of the April showers. Little green shoots emerged from moist brown earth, stretching through the blanket of wet, decaying leaves. During the warm days, Dot worked the horse hard, preparing the soil for another crop. Clyde, the big workhorse, was back in the harness, still bouncing around as if he had springs in his legs. But now he was settled down enough to pull his share of the plow. In the evenings, barn swallows dipped and whirled through the air like little acrobats, chirping their evening song as they caught mosquitoes for their baby birds in the mud nests inside the horse barn. Ah, Lizzie, you're still so young. I wouldn't get too serious about either Amos or Stephen, or too worried about Ruthie. You have plenty of time to run around yet. Besides, more importantly, you need to pray about this, her older sister Emma said as she gently pushed the porch swing back and forth with her foot. Lizzie flicked some dust off her black bib apron, adjusted the navy blue sleeve of her dress, and shivered. The cool evening breeze reminded her of the evening before, when she had paddled across the pond with Amos. Handsome Amos, who had always paid more attention to her friend Ruthie than to her, until last night. Everything had been perfect, until Stephen appeared as they were pulling the boat to shore. One moment she had felt warm and a little confused as she watched Amos tie up the canoe. The next moment, Stephen had stepped beside her and told her she was the prettiest thing he had ever seen. Lizzie shook her head and snorted impatiently. Something about Stephen bothered her. They had become friends, real friends, in the years since his family moved to Lamont County. But even though Lizzie saw him every weekend, she never quite felt like she knew what he thought about her. He was too quiet, not as outgoing and funny as Amos or her Uncle Marvin, and sometimes she caught him watching her as if he knew something more than even she knew about herself. He bugged her. Besides, how could she know that Stephen liked her in that way? Maybe he didn't really. He was just teasing her, or he thought she was pretty, but nothing more. Or what if he wished he hadn't said anything to her now? She certainly wished he hadn't, because she felt all mixed up inside. Emma, I do pray. You know I'm not as scared of God as I used to be. And you have nothing to say. How old were you when you started dating Joshua, huh? How old? Lizzie turned her head and squinted teasingly at Emma. Emma reached down and playfully pulled at Lizzie's dickly, 
the little kerchief on her head. Lizzie grabbed the top of her head to stop her, but Emma was too fast, and she snatched it and flung it over the porch railing. Emma, you should have a real worthwhile project in your life, like drawing, crocheting, embroidering. Lizzie pretended to gag, and Mandy threw her head back, whooping and laughing. Emma may enjoy crocheting and embroidering, Lizzie knew, but not she or Mandy.